Hey guys, welcome to Heart to Talk the Podcast. I am the host and creator, Teresa Caesar. My intention for this podcast is to deliver to you wisdom, inspiration, and consciousness through solo episodes and conversations amongst insightful people. It is my greatest honor to bring to you talks that come from the heart. A leader is best when people barely know he exists. When his work is done, his aim fulfilled, they will say, we did it ourselves. Lao Tzu. Do you see yourself as a leader? I believe we are all leaders in some form or practice. And I also believe that leadership is more of a state of mind rather than an actual position. Leadership has the power to influence another person's values, beliefs, and attitudes. I've learned that there are three types of leadership through Orwin Woodwork's work. There are leaders that develop a community of followers. There are leaders that develop a community of performers. And last, there are leaders that build a community of leaders. A leader that builds a community of leaders with the most positive intentions are the most powerful. In this episode, you're going to learn some incredible principles that will guide you on how to become an empowered leader so that you can empower others. And I've got the perfect guest. Here to guide us on the empowered leadership journey is my amazing guest, Jimmy D. Hart. Now, a little bit about Jimmy. Jimmy Hart is president of Global Industries, is an author, coach, mentor, speaker, and trainer devoted to building up people and working with organizations to improve how we serve and support each other. His work as an educator has provided him the opportunity to speak and train on building community, diversity, and leadership for over 25 years to thousands of college students, educators, businesses, service providers, and community leaders. He has helped so many people within his community and nation to live empowered lives through his timeless principles and leading by example. I bring to you my conversation with Jimmy D. Hart. I've been working in the field of education for a little over 30 years. I started my service actually though, when I was a 12 year old student. I was in sixth grade. I would work with students one-to-one in the lower grades who were having challenging with reading. So I would do mentoring and help students with reading skills. Fast forward to today and 30 plus years later, it was that experience that would come full circle to impact me to decide to be a teacher. So I started teaching in Oklahoma back in the 90s. And from there, I started a family, moved to Tucson, have two children, have been in the field of education a long time. I've served as a classroom teacher. I served as a dropout prevention teacher, an athletic coach, assistant principal, principal, and I've served as a district administrator. And it's all of these experience combined that I've put together to focus on this idea of leadership. Something really interesting about leadership is we put so much energy into sometimes processes and products and not enough time and energy into the people and how we function as individuals. I had the opportunity to have some great mentors during my career. And when I went back and reflected on those experiences, everything led back to dynamic leaders 
leaders who focused on this idea of serving others, this idea of empowering others. I love that. What would you say your mission and purpose is? Mission and purpose. You know, I'm constantly working to uh, define that because it's constantly evolving. But I would say at the core of who I am, it's summed up in a phrase, this idea of being equipped to serve, empowered people, empower others. As I shared, I've spent the last 30 years serving as an educator in various roles. But the reason service is so important to me is because service also involves mentorship. Throughout my 30 years, I've had some mentors, some great individuals who have mentored me to be who I am. The leadership strategies that I apply on a daily basis, I gain from individuals who thought enough of me to share and give back. So this idea of equipped to serve, empowered people, empower others is this idea of extending the table, if you will, reaching beyond comfortable, taking the time to reach back and give back to others. So as I was mentored, I found opportunities to mentor others, whether it be to move into the field of education, become a site administrator, become a district administrator. So I think it's very important. We don't spend enough time thinking on this idea of extending the table. And when we extend the table, we're required to do something out of the ordinary. We're required to get out of our comfort zone. And so that's why I say uh, my mission and purpose is summed up in this idea of equipped to serve, empowered people, empower others. I love this. You just launched this book this month, The Nine Leadership Habits to Empower Teams, Timeless Principles, Leading by Example. And I bought it. So everyone, the link to the book and everything will be in the show notes. But what I love about this book, Jimmy, it is digestible, easy, short read to the point. It is just genius how you wrote this book. But most of all, when people are listening to this, this is a message for everyone, a book for everyone. I like what you mentioned in your book. You said, as a reminder, we are all leaders in some form or practice. Leadership is just not for those leading organizations. Leadership applies in our homes, with family and friends, and within our greater community. Leadership is service to others. So essentially, we all are leaders. Yes. After reading your book, it actually reminded me how to be a more powerful leader. So kudos to you. But that being said, do you want to tell us anything else about your book, the process, or anything you want? Yes, definitely. I appreciate that. So the book is a very short read. It's not very long and time intensive. It was designed for someone to get the book, read it quickly, and gather some strategies that they can apply on a daily basis and share with their friends, teams, and family. You know, essentially, this is my very first book. And, And I also, I wrote this book, you know, for myself in terms of how I want to be a leader and how I want to lead and continue to lead. The title is Nine Leadership Habits to Empower Teams, Timeless Principles, and Leading by Example. Just this whole idea of empowering others and and being empowered, the whole process of self-publishing a book for the first time, doing everything from beginning to end without using a a large self-publishing company or a publisher, doing everything on my own was really exciting empowering. So now I have a set of skills that I can share with others. But this idea of leadership habits, you know, what is a habit? For me, I believe habits are very powerful and they can be used for a lot of good. I also believe that the more we focus on practicing and applying positive habits, I think the better our world and society 
will be. So I authored this book for several reasons. One, because I, I believe we forget about the human side of leadership too often. We forget about the heart of our work, this idea of serving others. So instead of focusing on a process or leadership product, I chose to zoom in on timeless principles that make us all better humans, better leaders. And the reason I say timeless, because these are ideas that transcend racial demographics, ethnicity, social and economic status, income, every ism, gender. And so that's why I focused on these ideas of timeless principles in terms of how we function. So the habits are, are to empower our teams. I'll share with you the different habits. So the first habit is we empower our teams. So how do we live, one, empowered, but then how do we be an example of what empowerment is? And then the second habit is, is quality time with your team. What can we do as leaders to exhibit quality time? So many times in leadership, we're moving really fast, especially if we're in the middle. We're having to implement those ideas and strategies and processes that are pushed down to us. And if we don't stop and take time to spend some form of quality time with our teams, things tend to go left, whether it be communication, each other, valuing your team, misconceptions. The, the third idea in the book is this idea of unselfishness towards your team. So many times it gets easy to think in terms of what we want as leaders. And I use this word leader from a holistic perspective in terms of whether you're a parent, you're leading a project, whether you're a coach at the elementary level, high school level. So this idea of being a leader is inclusive of all of us that have some sort of responsibility where we're in charge. So this idea of unselfishness, looking beyond our needs and focusing more on the team's needs. It's not about me. The next idea we talk about in the book is how do we inspire our teams? That can be a challenge. It, it takes work daily, especially if news is shared about the transition with your organization or there's going to be changes made to your team. So how do you serve as an inspirer and how do you model an example of that? So I talk about that in the book. And then it's this idea of being positive towards your team. As a leader, at the end of the day, if we're the ones leading the organization, leading the department, leading our families, it's important that we stay positive as often as possible, not in terms of toxic positivity, but how do we have a positive attitude and how we interact, how we function? And then this idea of being people-centered, putting our teams first, putting their needs before ours, almost like unselfishness, but really tapping into people and valuing people for who they are as individuals, seeing the, if you will, the, the human in people. And so I'll share an example of that. Let's say we're, you're in a coffee shop and your favorite cashier messes up your coffee on that day. Do you get upset? Do you make a complaint? Or do you first see the, the, the human side of that individual and, and give them credit for, for their intent with that situation, that mistake. So putting the team first and then serving as an example for your team. I think that's the ultimate example of leadership. We can say a lot of things. We could put a lot of processes in place, but how do we serve as an example? And again, I use that word leader in terms of parenthood, whether you're working alongside workers and you're leading a project. And so the idea is to do these things to the best of our ability. It's not very easy. These are our words we all know, we hear about all the time. But just this idea of focusing and having this intention about these ideas of, of empowering quality time and selfishness and so on. 
last thing that I talk about in the book is this idea of developing your team members. That's that takes times. And so in terms of also as, as a parent, you know, how do we develop our children? We can't assume that they're going to understand everything that we're asking them to do. How do we spend time developing them in, in particular areas? Same in terms of our leadership role in our, our workspace. The last thing I talk about in the book that I think is probably the most important to me is this idea of kindness. I call kindness the X factor. I love um, that. And I'll share with you a quote my, my father shared with me when I was in my 20s. And it's the idea that you never lose being kind. And that's something I've lived by since then. I've never seen it fail me. Someone may get over on you. They may mistreat you. But at the end of the day, you always come out on top because one, you held your dignity. Two, you took the high road. And then three, you chose to treat someone with kindness, regardless of the circumstances and situation. So that's a quick overview of my book. And like I share, it applies to whether you're in a formal leadership role, but it also applies to whether you're an informal leader or serving as a parent, team member, or coach. Thank you for what you put out into the world. I really think anybody listening could benefit. I know for me, it was very impactful and just a good reminder, almost providing a framework. You really laid it out so simple so that I can be like, wow, if I follow these nine habits, I'm going to be an empowering leader. So that being said, we talk about empowered people, empower people. What does that statement mean to you? So this, it's this idea of giving your team the encouragement, confidence, and tools they need to succeed in taking control of their own life or circumstance. Helping them, uh, building their confidence, and putting them in a position where they can succeed. And so I circle back to this idea of how habits are powerful. So imagine if we get better at empowering others on a daily basis and empowering ourselves. We begin to create this cycle where mm -hmm. our empowerment grows, one, in how we function and how we practice empowering others. I love that. I, I feel super empowered. <laughs> I, was there any other topics or information that you want to say in extension to the book or really anything that you want to mention? Anyone can serve in a leadership role. It's hard work. And many times I'll say I get it wrong. So what habits can we form on a daily basis that demonstrate leading by example? And I believe it's these ideas that I've put in this book. Not all inclusive of everything, but definitely strong ideas. And the last thing I'd like to just share here is this idea, although I don't state it in the book directly, is this idea of the power. The power in receiving is giving. It's the mm -hmm. idea that we give. We're also recipients and beneficiaries of our giving whether that be a sense of fulfillment, making a positive impact, or just a sense of, of feeling empowered uh, for helping someone else. The book is on Amazon. Just type in nine leadership habits to empower your teams. And I know you're going to post it as well. The strategies work with students, youth sports as well. When I was a classroom teacher is when I first began to apply these habits, using these habits with my students, because I believe that my students were future ambassadors of how I wanted them to shine and live in this world and society. If you'd like someone to come in and share, speak with your organization and team, please definitely reach out. My phone number, 520-247-9963. Shoot me a text if you have some interest 
and want to go deeper into these nine leadership habits. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and close up the episode per tradition with these three ending questions that I have for you, Jimmy. The first one, what is your favorite book? So my favorite book is probably the Bible. And the reason I said it, because that's what I read the most. I pick it up year in and year out. I'm, you know, learn to read more as I write. But the Bible is probably going to be my, what I would consider my favorite book. That's awesome. Thank you for that. And the next one, what is your favorite quote? Favorite quote, kid you not, the quote that uh, I shared that I got from my father, because it's, it's timely in so many situations and circumstances. And that is you never lose being kind. We see so much negativity, you know, in the media, around us, of things playing out on social media. So it's this idea of you never lose being kind. You're going to always be a winner if you're kind. That's awesome. And I love that that quote came from your father. He sounds like an amazing man. (laughs) All right. And then the last question, what inspires you? What inspires me? Good-hearted people who spend their days working and growing to make our world a better place. Regardless of how small or how big, just in a time in our society when so many messages echo, it's all about me. Those who generally focus on serving others inspires me. It's about sharing. It's about giving of yourself and good-hearted people who want to make this world a better place. And, And sometimes we think that you have to be in some big position as a CEO or executive superintendent, but we all have the opportunity to model and exhibit good-hearted nature in any capacity we're in. And we've talked on kids a little bit and family. You know, it starts at home. How do we practice it and model it at home? Because if we do it at home, then we're sending out future generations that are going to have this idea of good-heartedness and treating people with kindness and dignity. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Please download, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. Also, be sure to visit my website at TeresaCaesar.com to check out my inspirational merch, connect to my social accounts, and much more. May you continue to be filled with wisdom, inspiration, and consciousness. Otherwise, friends, I will be back in two weeks for another episode of Heart to Talk.